0: everyone, welcome to the Chika Travel Podcast. And for those who are listening for the first time, my name is Lelo B. This podcast is the ultimate stop for everything you need to know to turn your trips into amazing experiences. So welcome, welcome, welcome. This week on the show, I am joined by Dineo Zonge Maduna, and we are talking all about her home province, Mpumalanga. I'm so, so excited for you guys to hear this because I took a different approach and I kind of asked her to share you know have suggested itineraries for different types of travelers so open your notes app and be ready because she is going to be sharing such amazing info i hope you will enjoy this conversation I, you know what, in my head, I want to stop saying conversations because I realized that I use that word quite a lot on this intro. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do, please show Dino some love on her social media at Dineo underscore Zonke. Here's the chat. Enjoy. Enjoy. welcome to the chica travel podcast hi lelo thanks so much for having me finally you made it
1: <laughs> yes finally i've been wanting to be a part of it
0: Thank you. i know i've also been wanting to have you i mean since you know you did your 30 countries before turning 30 i think we have been talking about having you on the podcast but how are you doing i see you busy traveling all over Mpumalanga. how are you
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I've been trying to just um, see a bit more of the province um, over the last few months. But yeah, it's been great. I'm great. Yeah.
0: Haven't you seen a lot of it by now?
1: No, there's (laughs) there's so much to see. And I still have like a list that's always growing. So Yeah. yeah, I think I don't know how long it will take me. But I mean, I use, you know, my spare time and weekends wisely to just yeah explore.
0: <laughs> so are you working now nine to five or is this your thing? Travel?
1: Yes, I am. I am. I actually went um went back to work um when was it in June last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a job in June last year. So now I'm working nine to five um during the week. And yeah, but what I like about it, it's it's a bit flexible. So mm-hmm. and I mean because of the current um pandemic and you know the um, situation that we're in I've been able to work from home and thank goodness yeah I guess working from home sometimes means working from a hotel room which is awesome
0: I (laughs) think that's the best thing about working from home that we could travel but still be able to do work right I think that's the the best Mm -hmm. thing so you are so obsessed with travel I love your obsession (laughs) with travel (laughs) when was the (laughs) the first trip you ever went on what was the, that trip and what was the trip that made you fall in love with travel
1: ooh okay um i think i mean i can't think that far back but mm. um i know i started traveling mainly with my parents so with my parents and my sisters um yeah so we'd travel a lot during like let's say Once a year, we would just make sure we either travel within the the province or the country or Mm. go um, abroad. And I think one of the trips that I really enjoyed um, most with my family was going to Namibia. Mm. Um, But I can't even remember what year this was, but I may have been probably about like seven, eight years old. Mm. Um, Yeah, and it was it was very nice because we had um, it was a road trip from um, here in Mpumalanga, so... We all um, got in one of those big, um, what is it, like a combi type of vibe (laughs) and then drove all the way to um, Namibia making stops along the way. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think I liked it a lot because um, I think that's where my sense of kind of adventure came in because Mm -hmm. when we were there, we um, had a flat tire. Um, It was very, very, I mean, Namibia is always like very, very hot, so it was extremely hot and one of our tires burst so we were standing on the side of the road for I don't know I think like two three hours waiting for the people from our hotel to come um, assist us so that we can just you know be able to get to the hotel because we hadn't arrived yet Mm. Um, yeah but I think even in that situation being you know in the blazing hot sun and you know as siblings we kind of get get on each other's nerves at (sighs) times so it wasn't the most pleasant um you know few hours of our trip but Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it because I think I saw then that anything can happen on a trip and Mm -hmm. it's all about just you know making it work and also not basically we didn't make that situation ruin um you know our, our our whole trip because the thing is yeah, we, we um, the tire burst and stuff and we were still able to then fix that and continue with our trip. So yeah, it's, wow. yeah, I think that's where I think my love for travel or yeah, one of the trips that I remember as a yeah,
0: child. That is amazing. Yeah. And I think the fact that it was your parents that actually, you know, inserted that love for travel is even more special. Mm-hmm. So you loved yeah. travel so, so much that you decided one day that I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to make sure that I have traveled to 30 countries before I turn 30. And you were backpacking throughout that experience. So tell me yes, about that, that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically what happened, it's, it's it's funny because the 30 countries before 30 only came in um, after I had quit my job and started traveling because uh-huh. I started to so basically, yeah. So it's not something, you know, as, you know, for years and years was something I wanted to do. It just mm-hmm. so happened that because of the roots, because when I quit my job in 2018, um, then I went to Central and South America to backpack. So I realized then that with the timeframe, so with the year that I'd be traveling, I mm-hmm. realized that I'd be seeing, um, you know, I think um, I traveled to, I think 12 countries at, the, at the, during that period. So I realized then that, um the countries that I'd been to I think I, I was on 19 or, or something so I realized that yeah. I can actually make I can actually make 30, 30 countries before 30 um yeah so then that became my mission and obviously that also um I, I needed to decide how how long I stay in each country to make mm-hmm. it work because um even though it was a year of traveling um mm-hmm. so I left in in September and my birthday is in April so I had to reach those, um, you know, that goal before the year was over, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, because mm-hmm. because um, I would have then turned 30 um, and I wanted to reach that goal. So, yeah, so in March, so it took me from September until March um, to then, yeah, March 2019, yeah, mm-hmm. to then cover that, you know, all those 11 countries. And, yeah, when I then crossed the border from, um, it was Costa Rica to Panama, yeah, and mm. Panama was my 30th country.
0: Sure, yeah. that that was really amazing, I mean, to, to see, and you went from all sorts of places, and you have quite a lot of information on your website, so I'm going to encourage people to just go into your blog, to just read all about, you know, the decision to travel to uh, to uh, Central um um, Central America because you did say that Central and South America that you the reason why you chose those places you looked at you know what was cheap and what would be cheap for for you especially because you are exactly and yeah are yeah, yeah. They
1: definitely <laughs> yes oh wow I can't wait to be sponsored please if you're listening <laughs> it's time it's time <laughs> yeah but yeah I was not sponsored at all so I basically um save i used all my savings um Mm. most of them um so i used my savings to um you know travel to central and south america and um yeah it was it was it was a crazy experience i think Mm. um yeah it was crazy because it was also so affordable um it's always because i think um asia and Mm. you know central and south america for backpacking especially are Mm. um the most um affordable, affordable. Um, regions to, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to travel in. Affordable in a sense that, I mean, yes, the flight from South Africa to there is the main part of, um, the, you know, the cost. Mm-hmm. But then once you set foot there, accommodation is very affordable. Accommodation can be, I think, um, the cheapest um, that, the, that I paid for accommodation was about 50-something rand per night. And wow. it was literally like a very, a very um, comfortable, very nice place. It's it's actually a hotel group um, called Selina. So they have quite a lot of um, um, you know accommodation along Central and South America, and I think also in in um Spain if Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken um but yeah it's 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 mainly within that region it's if if you've backpacked before or if you will you will hear of this um hotel group which is Mm -hmm. quite popular and a lot of backpackers stay in these places and it's it's a very nice place like the you know the hotels are very nice they're quite um the designs are quite cool like one one place I liked was the um the reception was um it basically have you you know those um what is it those those old vw um beach buggy type of cars yes. so the reception yeah the counter had that car you know what i mean so it was it was such a yeah it looked very nice and creative so yeah i really liked those kind of places um but yeah other than you know accommodation um i tried to make sure that I'm staying close to where the ex- where the activities are mm. so that, of course, you know, I don't need to stay in the luxury places, but I'm I'm close to the activities. So I'm cutting mm. costs um, with accommodation, but at least I can be able to then, you know, do the activities I want to do um, in the various areas where I am.
0: Yeah. Look, I, you know, I, I think if there's one thing in you, it's that to just go and travel the world like that. But yeah, you know, some of us chose to have kids, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm through you sorry, guys. I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't be, be able to do it. Or, you know, I think my priorities would have been different if mm. I, I did, I did have children or had someone that, you know, um, was dependent on me. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think, also making this decision to travel to 30 countries and just Mm. leave everything and go. It was, it was something that um, I needed to do something crazy
0: um, in my twenties. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah,
1: I was like, I want to do something crazy and I mean, I do want to travel. So I'm not going to think about the long run, how I'm going to be able to afford things because it's not that I was making an income while I was traveling. I simply was traveling. So I'd Mm -hmm. wake up to just, chill on the beach or like, you know, explore yeah. places, go to go on tours and stuff. So, yeah, and yeah, but may, I mean,
0: <laughs> and you may not have been making money through that period, you um, know, but I mean, it was such an amazing experience that I'm sure you would not trade for anything. What would you yes, think yes. was the biggest takeaway from that experience?
1: Um, I think it taught me a lot about myself, like what I can tolerate as a person and just who I am as a person because, I mean, there were times, I mean, there are times where I would want to, you know, let's say I had to like deprive myself of certain luxuries Mm. because I knew that it's going to cost, you know, um, it's going to cost a bit more and let's say a meal somewhere, um, Mm. let's say I'm going to a restaurant having um, lunch and lunch would be like 250 rand and I'm thinking that 250 rand could actually, you know, um, is I, I could spend two more nights somewhere else, yeah. and um, rather have street food um, than you know um, having that one meal. Is it really worth mm-hmm. it? Um, am I trying to eat to? Yes, of course we want to enjoy the food, and street food is, um, I think, it is um, tasty and delicious. Depending on obviously where you are, but I've had good experiences with it, um, mm-hmm. and I, I think I had to just yeah trade a few things um in order for me to make that work so I think um it really taught me to just appreciate the small things in life firstly Mm -hmm. um and also just learn um more about myself in terms of the things that I know that I may want but I can live without yeah so,
0: so so yeah beautiful then um i think um I'm, i was i was also impressed by you know how concise and comprehensive everything you know all the information that you put on your blog about the this that experience. So I think for everyone who's mm. interested, you know, please go check out Dineo's website. She even has a list of what are the the clothing items that she packed. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> particular trip. So that was really, really that was really awesome. I think for anyone you know thinking of embarking on something like that, you you really gave good, good, good tips for them. So, Thank wait, you. before we move on, because I'm excited to talk to you about Mbumalanga, one last question. So, Jessica Nabongo, you know, you know her, catch me, catch yes. me if you can, right? So, she did whole, yes. all these countries. Are you looking at doing something like that? Um, not necessarily. I think,
1: I mean, of course, I'd want to travel to a lot of countries, but mm. I'm not really, I think right now, um, I'm at a point where I'm not really looking to travel to, you know, making a goal to travel to every Mm. single country in the world. Mm. So I'm not about that because there also still are other countries that I'd like to go back to. I mean, even with, you know, Central and South America, there are countries that I could only spend um, I think, for instance, that was Belize. Mm. I spent about a week there and I know I'd want to go back to discover so much more in the country. So, um, yeah, I don't think I'm looking to you know, um, travel to every country in the world, but I mean, of course, I still want to see a lot of other countries.
0: Yeah, and I guess also to, to actually spend quite a bit of time, you know, in that in that particular country and explore. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Okay, Mpumalanga, <laughs> your favorite Yay! favorite destination in South Africa because it's your home. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, when we move on to SA, though, you know, a lot of South Africans will will say. South African tourism, well, tourism in South Africa is super expensive for us as South Africans. It's made for, for, you know, um, international tourists. What is your view on that? Um, I'd have to agree to a certain extent
1: because um, I do feel like traveling within South Africa is, um, you know, expensive compared to the other countries that I've been able to um travel to um because i firstly feel that um the accommodations is generally um on the higher higher end of things so your average south african can't necessarily afford um you know let's say 500 rand um for accommodation and of course that's maybe on the cheaper side for um the working class and people that can actually afford that but um someone who's getting paid um per month Mm. i I think i think you know let's say three thousand rand or something Mm. cannot then afford to you know use that a big a big chunk of their salary for accommodation for a night somewhere else so it it is expensive and i also think that um the public transport system in the country is a you know it's not designed to help us explore the country Mm -hmm. um in Mm. a sense that yes there are um you know, taxis or buses or Ubers or whatever. But the bu- the buses will only take you. Um, you know, for instance, I'm in Alspred now. Um, it will take me to jo- Johannesburg Central. But from there, um, then you need to use another means of transport mm. and stuff. And and those costs add up a lot. And I think, um, yeah, it, it's it, it is more on the expensive side. So I would have to agree that. Um, you know i think the tourism industry is
0: more um, that i mean
1: they can't it, it, yeah there's more they, they can do to yeah to try make it um yeah better better yeah accessible for south africans to be able to travel in because right now um it is mainly for internationals because they simply mm-hmm. are the ones that can afford you know these things
0: mm. okay got you so why why do you love Pumalanga so much i know besides the fact that it's your home uh, <laughs> what do you love the most about it as a travel destination
1: i think okay I, I think i like the fact that um it's it's like an adventurous type of destination i mean i really like being outside i like um mm. you know hiking or seeing a natural type of um what is it sites so i like the fact that there are a lot of waterfalls to um you know, to hike to, or not even to hike to, to just walk to because they're accessible um, mm. in that in that way. Um, yeah. And I like that there, there's, there's like, it's scenic. There's a lot of mm. viewpoints that just, mm. or, you know, um, roots, you know, um, that leave you in awe because it's simply just, you can't believe your eyes. It's simply just that beautiful. So yeah, I like that about it.
0: So when are they making you a tourism... or oh, have they made you a tourism ambassador? <laughs> no, no, they haven't. They haven't. <laughs> they
1: need,
0: Ask they them. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, they are sleeping because nobody has ever sold Mpumalanga. I've never seen anybody sell Mpumalanga the way you do like honestly they should be paying you for all the work that you're doing for that province absolutely should yeah
1: yeah that's a conversation for another day
0: absolutely (laughs) yeah so so I am you know a lot of people are interested in, in Mpumalanga and for the reasons that you've just mentioned now you know how beautiful it is how scenic it is in the waterfalls I mean the waterfalls when I see the pictures that you put there I'm like oh my god this is all in South Africa we don't need to go to Falls or wherever else to see such such beautiful things, so. I would like you to help my listeners with some itineraries. Ne? So th- there are different types of people that listen to to this podcast. So I'm just thinking for someone who wants to, who wants to go to Mpumalanga, but they are the type of traveler who enjoys relaxation, luxury, and they want to take beautiful pictures for Instagram. What would you suggest for this person to go? Let's say I have a weekend that I want to go to Mpumalanga. Let's say about three days. What would you suggest I do? Um,
1: okay, so let's say for about like a weekend, I think, um, in terms of um, accommodation, mm-hmm. firstly, I, I actually just discovered um, this very nice place called Serenity Forest Lodge. So it actually looks like, um, you need to Google it, so please do um, find mm-hmm. it. But it looks like, um, it reminds me of like Bali in a way, in a sense that they have those, um, it, it's it's along a lake. Um So and they have it's it's you know, along um a river, so there's a lot of water. And then it's also got those bamboo type of houses. So it's made out of like bamboo, it's like wooden. So it's honestly very, very beautiful. I still haven't got a chance to visit and I want to want to go so bad. So that's something nice. It's a bit on the high end, um, price wise. I mean high meaning I think per night it's roughly about like four thousand rand or so for two people so it's not Mm. too pricey but but i mean it's still not the the most um cheapest so that's that's something that i suggest they do and that's that place um serenity forest lodge is based in um it's in malalan yes it's in malalan you know it i know i'm
0: on google now girl i didn't know about this
1: (laughs) (laughs) it It looks stunning
0: i'm on google it's beautiful
1: (laughs) yeah so um that's that's a place and there they also have um a spa so of course if you care for you know relaxation and just you know maybe a vacation type of vibe or just you know wanting to relax um mm-hmm. yeah I'd, I'd suggest that and there's a spa where you can have a massage on the one day and it's close to the kruger national park so mm-hmm. you could do um a great a game drive um there are a lot of um game drives that you can you know they'll pick you up you don't need to be in the kruger park you don't need to sleep there rather mm. so they'll pick you up um in your hotel and then you go there for the day um yeah and with that you've seen um you know you've, you've you've relaxed because that's the main um you know that was the main aim of your trip but then you've also at least seen some type of activities which is the kruger park of course it's one of the um, biggest attractions or biggest tourist you know place in the province so I'd think that would um, be a good
0: place. It is really stunning. And, you know, I'm actually looking at, you know, I'm checking for dates for this coming weekend. (laughs) It's like 1,000, it starts from 1,000. There's a a suite that goes for 1.9 per night. And there's another one at the luxury forest, whatever suite goes for 2.6. So it's not as expensive and I think it's affordable. It
1: looks stunning. Okay, And it's not as expensive as I thought. Yeah, 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 it's very stunning. It looks stunning other than that as, a, you know, an option for accommodation, um, I'd say there's actually quite a nice place here in Nalspred, actually. Um, it's called Christie's at 32 on Russell. Um, it's, it, it, I, I like it because it reminds me of, like I'm in some type of exotic island, mm. but it's literally in the middle of the of, of the city. And um, yeah, it's it's got a few pools. I think the, the way that the pool is, kind of designed, um, is really, really, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's nice for Instagram photos. It's, it's yeah. beautiful. I like it. And they also have, I mean, the, the accommodation, the, the rooms are stunning as well. Um, mm. Yeah, I felt like I was a little princess, um, <laughs> it, you know, being there. It was really nice. Um, and, yeah, and then the, the, the um,
0: what is this? The um, Is this right in the middle the, of Nell's Parade, the Christie's?
1: Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, Christie's wow. at 32 on Russell. It's right in the middle of Nell's Parade. Wow. So that's lovely. nice.
0: Yeah. That's the yeah. one where you did your famous bath shot, right? With your legs up in there. Yes, air. yes.
1: <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> Stunning.
0: Awesome. Cool. Sure. So I think we've given our luxury travelers a lot of options for them to explore. Um, and then for someone who enjoys, like, who's an adventurer, backpacker, who really wants to get busy and active and doesn't want to chill at the pool. What, what what would you suggest for them?
1: Okay, um, I would firstly suggest, um, firstly, staying, staying in Kraskop or Hazelview. Um, I think if you're staying in those two um, towns, because it's close to the panorama routes and a lot of the attractions, that would, you know, it's it's ideal to be able to wake up and, um, you know, do the it's, that you want to do mm-hmm. so I would say that um, in terms of accommodation um, even though they may not be interested in the pool I still think the panorama chalets in Khaskop, um is very nice um, it, well the thing is the accommodation itself is quite basic um, very basic um, but the pool is very very stunning mm. um, it's overlooking it's overlooking the the Khaskop gorge so there where there's the um Prescope Gorge lift with the bungee jumping or zip lining uh-huh. so it's overlooking that area and the pool itself is is stunning but mm-hmm. the accommodation um is is quite basic I think per night um it's roughly like um 300 rand or 400 rand
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so that's that's on the cheaper side um of things and yeah I'd, I'd say staying there would be an option
0: Okay, and uh, you know, I remember, I just remembered someone, because um, I think it was when I posted your your pictures or something, someone said to me, yeah, I've been to this place, I think you were at this, you know, at that pool that you're talking about mm-hmm. now, I said, nah, I was there, the pool is lovely, but the accommodation is basic, yeah. and this is exactly what you are saying, that it's a place that exactly. I for someone who's not really about the type of accommodation, but they really just want to be close to all those, you know, um, activities that, that are done in that area.
1: Exactly, because I mean, from that area, you can literally um go to the so the Crascope Gorge Lift, where you can do um the the big swing and go down the um Hraskop Gorge Lift um and zip line. Mm. That's literally next door, so it takes you not even five minutes to get to. Um, mm. so it's a very central you know place in that sense. And also, if you're looking to explore um the the um what is this the three randavos and the blade river canyon that's also not too far i think it's about an hour or 45 minutes drive from um that um you know from presco Mm. and yeah and also i mean if you are looking for adventure there's also um what is this um um quad biking and mm. paintballing and river rafting in haze of view mm. at gz adventures so yeah i think staying in khascope and staying in the panorama chalets um you'd kind of get um you know everything that you need within your reach and also um, it's affordable so it yeah. could make for a good yeah it could make for a good um, holiday you know
0: would you would you suggest it for someone who's also traveling with kids would you think it would be awesome for for those people as well because then there's quite a lot um, to do
1: yes true I think if you are staying, it depends on what um, you know um, how old your kids are firstly um, but I do think that staying in a place like that would be good because it also offers, you can, um, you're able to make your own food. So it's, it's mm-hmm. self catering, mm-hmm. but there's a, there's a, um, a restaurant there. So you can also then do that, um, you know, um, have breakfast or have your meals at the restaurants if you don't feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. But I also feel that the space is, it's an open space and, um, there's enough, what am I trying to say? Like the property is big enough for yeah, children for to to, to play out to play out, yeah, to play, yeah, to play mm. outside. Mm. So yeah, I think it would be a good option for children as well. Okay.
0: Yeah, if you try, children, so, yes. So there are some people who say, you know, Ish We really just want the experience. Uh, but budget, budget travelers, what, what do you suggest? I mean, some of the stuff that you've mentioned now, those are things that budget travelers and even the place that you suggested now the the Panorama mm-hmm. chalets, those are places that budget travelers could stay at any other um, additional, you know, advice or or, or or tips or that you would give to someone who says, I'm a budget traveler and I want to experience Mpumalang. Um, Well, I'd,
1: I'd say that, firstly if you're a budget traveler try to travel in groups um that will always help you um with your budget to not use a lot um but i also think here in the province in terms of accommodation um well firstly in terms of activities that um you know that when you're not trying to spend yeah, yeah budget-friendly activities Mm. i'd say that quite a few of the places within um you know, along the Panorama routes are actually budget friendly because um, the um, to go like a lot of entrance fees are roughly like um, let's say twenty rand, mm. thirty rand. I think the most expensive would be the Potholes, um, and the Potholes entrance fee is about eighty five rand. So mm. um, that's that's the most expensive, but it's still not too expensive. So I'd firstly say, as a budget traveler, try do those activities that are, um, um, you know, the entrance fee is low, but also do the activities that are free to do, like Mm. hiking, like, you know, just exploring places that um, you'll still have a feel of the province, you'll still be able to see, um, you know, the beauty of it if you um, do free activities, um, yeah, that just require you to
0: walk. And yeah. to explore. And then you now these yeah. waterfalls that you've been on. <laughs> <laughs> Where you okay, so there's,
1: so there are a few, there are a lot. Um there's actually quite a few in the panorama along the panorama route. So um between um okay, let's start in Sabi. So in Sabi there is Lone Creek Falls. Um mm-hmm. it's one of the most popular and also most accessible falls. Um, although the okay, I'm not sure about now, but I haven't been there in a while, but the road leading up to there Mm. um, is not as they need to basically um, fix it because it's, there's a lot of potholes. It's not (sighs) the best road to travel you yeah. know to, to to travel on but at least the stretch is not too long leading up to the waterfalls mm. um and you can manage to get there with a small car you know okay. i drive a small car and you know I, i'm i can manage to get there just fine but nice. those waterfalls are, are beautiful well that waterfall is beautiful because um firstly from the parking lot to get there it's roughly you, you walk not even five let's say yeah about five minutes to get to the face of the waterfall so thank goodness no hiking yeah yeah no no hiking at all and you don't you know some people walk with slops some people Mm. you know you don't need to necessarily have a full hiking gear on and have water you know but you can just walk it's a simple walk and you can do that easily with children um yeah so that's one of the popular falls so i really like um Lone Creek Falls, which is mm-hmm. um, in Sabi. And then between Sabi and Haskob, um, there is Forest Falls. Um, and this is also, you can either hike there. The hike there is about four kilometers, or you can actually drive um, and just park your car right by the waterfall. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a very, yeah, so that's a, a very nice waterfall that I like. Mm-hmm. But my favorite waterfall in the province is mm-hmm. um, Lisbon Falls. So Mm -hmm. Lisbon Falls is um, in Hraskop. It's literally about, I think, um, five kilometers away from the the town, like the center of the town. Mm -hmm. And most people usually um, see Lisbon Falls from the top because from the parking lot, you see it from the top. Mm. But um, you can actually hike down um, and if quite, quite a few people are doing it now. You can actually hike down um, to the face of the waterfall and that hike is about four kilometers, four or five kilometers. Not so it's bad. not too bad. Um, mm. Yeah, it's not bad. But yeah, it's, it's you, you do need to have comfortable shoes on and, you know, just be prepared that you're going to hike because it's not a flat surface. It's actually, um, you know, going down to no. the waterfall it's quite a steep hill going down and, and then you must come back, back up,
0: up again yes
1: exactly yeah I think I but it's, once you yes but once you're there it's honestly very worth it um <laughs> i mean you can spend the whole day there and you can mm. even have like a little picnic there um yeah and it's the thing is because a lot of people um don't really know how to hike there or haven't tried to hike there rather um it's not it doesn't get as busy as the Mm. other waterfalls so it's nice that i haven't i think the all the times that i've been there there's been let's say an average of about like eight people ten people there so it's yeah it doesn't get full at all and well yeah when i was there and yeah it's 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 magnificent magnificent it's one it's actually the um what is it the biggest waterfall in the province so it's about Mm. 94 meters um and yeah it's it's spectacular so i would suggest you know if you want to do any waterfall in the province do that one yeah lisbon falls would be one that i would recommend
0: the other day you were asking people on twitter to share pictures of their of waterfalls and i was like yo i don't Mm -hmm. have, i've never been (laughs) so maybe Uh, i'll go i don't i literally don't i remembered when i saw you post that i was like i don't have a picture sorry i can't participate (laughs) So <laughs> I need to go to Lisbon falls then. <laughs> yes please 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 do that. <laughs> and the the nice thing about it is you actually plan travel for people but we'll we'll talk about that um towards the end. So I just want to to know then as someone who enjoys travel so much and has been to so many different places and so on what for you makes the perfect trip. Um I think the perfect
1: trip would make Going to a place where there's activities to do mm. so i 'm not a person that likes to go on resor- like to a resort to sit there for a week you know i don't i, I don't find <clears throat> yeah i, I can 't go to a place and stay in a, in a room and even though mm. the room is beautiful and the resort itself is beautiful, I want to go out you know i want to go out and actually see the place that I am and mm. seeing the place means interacting with the people that live there um and also just trying out the local type of food in a mm. sense that going to the cheapest places so not going to the um, the restaurant that's recommended um you know on TripAdvisor or whatever yes. but just asking and being like oh I actually want to you know I'm hungry where do you where would you eat because so, I usually ask the people um you know, whoever I interact with, that mm-hmm. yeah, the locals. Where would where would they go? Um, and yeah, then I go to where the locals go, and yeah. So I think what makes a trip perfect for me would be being busy on a trip.
0: Mm-hmm. I I can yeah. see that. I mean, that comes through from your content that you love <laughs> <of> adventure. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. so, and I was shocked by the way when you did the getting this this um, dragons bag. Key, oh i was like oh my god you are on another level <laughs> but so um, so what advice would you give to someone who's who's never traveled before so a first-time traveler and they're interested in in you know in, in exploring south africa what would be the you know a few tips that you would give to someone like that they don't know um, i first
1: I think if you don't know where to start, it's always better to start with the area that you live in. Mm. So, yeah, start to what's closest to you. Um, because if, if it's something that you obviously haven't done before and you don't want to be spending so much money going to the furthest place, but finding out when you're there that, you know, traveling may not be a thing for you. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest that you try, um, yeah, try with basically explore your back, backyard And also, um, in terms of research and finding out what um, places are available, Mm. um, social media has become, I don't know, like, my go-to place in a sense that I'll look for um, either hashtags of a certain area or a certain activity within Mm. the province and then – or within the country, sorry, and then I will then see what's available Or also then follow, you know, the – Tourism boards or people mm. that actually live um, live in the area or um, different types of hotels, um, you know, people will pin will, will pin um, the location of where they are, mm. and then you can be able to then see their page and see where they have been and you know what type of activities are available and mm-hmm. yeah, and then start start with that, but yeah, and I'd say start you know small and start within your means especially mm. within your means um mm. and yeah from there then yeah you know um expand and yeah but do you, nothing stopping you of course from going to a place that you've always wanted to go mm. but yeah if you're looking to do it on a regular mm. basis um and not you know try um what is this it's go go crazy and spend uh, you know a lot of money yeah start with yeah. start local. what's reachable to you yeah mm. start yeah start local start with what's um within your budget and mm. yeah and always ask for information i mean um yeah just ask ask for information the information is already there on the internet people mm. are already there um nothing stopping you from asking and the worst someone can say is no or not respond but yeah i would just say just
0: start. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know, and you know, one of the most important thing uh, that you also mentioned, which is also a key thing for travel, is, is is the fact that people share where they are, and that's how we get to discover places. But what I don't understand mm. is when people don't wanna disclose the locations, they don't wanna, you know, share where they are because I I don't know what the reason is. But the thing is you are hugging that information you don't want to share it with people but you saw it from somewhere or from someone so exactly. is it not all about you know sharing so that people can also go and experience those places it's it's so weird and, and but, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: but i think but i think with that like as much as i hear you and i also agree to a certain extent is that it depends on um what like how you're using social media and you know what what type of life you you trying to live because some people are um you know private about certain things and Mm. you know they're entitled to that but then if you are a person that's trying to promote travel and encourage people to do that um it wouldn't make sense to then not disclose Mm. information that is going to help the next person to be able to do it on their own
0: Mm. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. So, do you think us travel content creators should be creating, should be well, um, and encouraging people to travel now during COVID? What's your view (laughs) on that?
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. And yeah, I know I'm still encouraging people. Um, I think that, well, firstly, you just, you just, we just all need to um, be responsible about it. Be responsible in a sense that um, as much as we are traveling, try. Um, well, for, okay. I, I'm going to speak for myself because I think that's the yeah that's the only perspective I know right now. Yeah. Um, I think I, I I like I've been traveling yes, and I firstly I travel mostly by myself. I think in the past um, few few weeks now, mm. um, the past weekends I've been traveling by myself. So there is that that um, I'm alone. So whether I am at home or somewhere else, I'm mostly by myself. And yes, there are interactions with. Of course, that wherever I stop to do certain things or at the mm. hotel, at the reception. But I mean, that interaction would be similar to me going to, um, I don't know, somewhere um, to buy whatever essentials I need or grocery or whatever. So um, the it, it, what I'm trying to say is that the pool of people that I'm interacting with mm. is the same that I would do mm. on a regular basis. Mm. So there's that. So... Um, these um as content creators do need to be responsible in that way and also the activities that I do um are mostly outdoors so Mm. um it's it's also it's better to be outdoors and um be in a small group of people because when I do my hikes and I do things I'm either alone or like with a group of like about four people or so or maybe let's say six people on um you know and, and I think that's it's still a small group and the interaction is still small. So if something, um, you know, like something, if, if something were to happen, like someone getting COVID or stuff, then we know that these are the people that we were mm-hmm. with. Then we know it's who smoking. to tell. Um, yeah, we, we, we're able to get the information across um, faster than if it were a large group. But yeah, I feel that um, content creators right now, um, should be I think we should always encourage people to travel and because I think that um, the tourism industry does need us mm. um, they need us to help them to um, get people to them so mm. if we're not doing it um, how will they um, you know you know yes I know that they have their own ways of, of um, getting what is this like customers and people in and stuff but they they need all the all the help they can can get get, so um i don't you know um, i'm not discouraging any content creators to um you know um stop stop yeah stop um encouraging people to travel because yeah it's we we need to help each other and help the country Mm. um yeah Mm. be in a better position than what we are right now but obviously having said everything um we should try to just do it responsibly
0: and yeah and uh, I guess always include that element of safety and how people can keep safe mm. while they are traveling that makes mm. perfect sense so this whole travel content creation travel influencer thing yeah. <laughs> seems like you know there's so many of, 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 of these kind of people popping up everywhere lots of people wanting to get into it what is your advice to someone who say I want to be a travel influencer or I want to be a travel content creator so also, do you yeah. call yourself a travel influencer actually, or do you? No, I don't. And I actually don't like I don't like the word influencer. Yeah.
1: But I also, you know what I think, I, I really see myself as a person that genuinely just liked traveling like mm-hmm. for the longest time. And then I obviously started um, putting up information and stuff on or my photos and, you know, um, on, on social media mm. and that caught on. And obviously um, then with that catching on I had to then um, find ways of sharing more information so Mm -hmm. making it yes of course they're my experiences but putting the information out there in a way that someone else can look at it and can clearly see that this is the place and using my captions wisely and seeing that oh this is the information that this is how I can get there or this is how she did it so Mm -hmm. there's a possibility you know of this and this but um, yeah so I think if someone really wants to do it um I think firstly, do not overthink it. Mm. Just start. um, Everyone starts from somewhere. If you're going to start from, you know, one follower and one post, start at it and keep going. But Mm. I also think um, more than anything, be yourself. So don't, yes, we can always get inspiration from other people and, you know, find ways of maybe how to um, um, ideas of how to, sell whatever we're selling or you know or get the message across in in a particular way but I think um you need to be yourself in doing it um and also being this influencer or whatever thing start start with um what you have immediately because people always think that oh how are you how are you able to do it it's so expensive people look at my profile and they think how rich are you? Where is all this money? And <laughs> I'm like, I do not have it. That's the thing, but it's it's all about, it's all about, um, just starting with what you have. I mean, mm. I don't have like the most expensive equipment and whatever I've been able. I mean, yes, I have a drone and I have a DSLR camera, but, um, those are things I've had for a while. I think I've had the same lens. I only have one lens for my camera, mm. um, you know, and it's the same one I use for everything. Um, mm. And with the drone, I've had it for about three years now. So mm. I'm trying to make that, you know, um, it last for as long as I can. So I'm not always looking for the most um, expensive. expensive equipment, but also mm. there are a lot of decent phones these days. to start off with your phones. And I really just think, um, yeah, if you want to, you know, get into the industry, I mean, I, I think um, me starting off, I didn't really think... Um, I'd see myself as a person that, you know, is in the industry, like I am right now, Mm -hmm. I just started sharing. So I think those things obviously take, um, go with time rather, and also go with consistency. Um, so just be consistent with what you're sharing and yeah, be, be, um, as you know, um, authentic as yourself as possible. Mm -hmm. And yeah, don't, yeah. And don't overthink it. Um, you know yeah don't don't overthink it just do it and the right people are always watching um mm. you know the message will be you will get across to the people that it's meant to get across mm. um you know to and yeah do that and also you know um start having these conversations with people that are interested in the same things that you're interested in yeah. um in that way they can obviously um help with just giving you a bit of advice for things or just um, yeah how they were able to start off but yeah I think that's the advice I'd give someone who's looking to be um, a content creator or travel influencer
0: I love that thank you and I guess just do your thing do you like you have said just do you don't compare mm. yourself to other people we are different and you don't know how those people started. just start with with what you've got Like it, exactly
1: and it, and it's never a competition like mm. travel is not a competition or being a content creator it's not about that it's about sharing the information um we all should want everyone you know to win we should all be encouraging each other to Mm -hmm. um do better and you know um sharing each other's posts or whatever just it's it's more of being a part of a community rather Mm -hmm. than um stepping on each other to get to the top because what is the top that's Mm -hmm. the thing like this top that you really want to get to where is it like what's going to happen when you're there and (laughs) <laughs> yeah. How do you know that you're there? So <laughs> just keep doing. Yeah. So just keep doing what you're doing and yeah, yeah don't uh, overthink it.
0: Awesome, uh, no Thank you so much for that. So you have a travel planning service that you also offer. Tell us a bit mm-hmm. about that and how it works.
1: Okay. So yeah, I have a travel planning service and I also create um, well, I host group trips. Okay. So with the travel um planning, it's basically so I this I kind of separated it from travel planning as mainly for someone who firstly um they want to travel somewhere. So um and that's specific that's the the place or the, the location rather is dependent on the person. Um, you know, so so a person will come to me and they'll be like, Oh, I wanna go to for instance, um, I don't know, Cape Town for mm-hmm. Five days, and this is my budget. So I basically need, um, you know, the location or the type of experience that they want, um, mm-hmm. the budget that um, you know we're playing around with, and then I will be able. Then what I do is I um, formulate or compile. I compile. Um, um, what is this? The An itinerary. itinerary. So it, yeah, a detailed itinerary of, um, you know, um, so now accommodation, what you can do, the activities that. That have that that are offered and what you can do and plan that out for them to that best suits, um, of mm-hmm. course, the person and mm-hmm. how many yeah their budget the, um, how many people they're travelling with and everything. So um, with 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 after I've compiled that, then um, obviously I share it with them. Mm-hmm. And for that for that um, what is this um, service? It's um, two thousand rand. So I charge basically two thousand rand to just. Um, compile that and give you yeah to to put put together because i feel at times um people will want to go to a place but don't know where to start Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so um because um i've i've been on a lot of trips and for me it's second nature to just know what to do and Mm -hmm. know how to find the information um so in order to then help someone to take the load off Mm -hmm. of planning Mm -hmm. a trip Mm -hmm. so you kind of then get um, you know, a trip basically planned for you with the mm. itinerary, all you have to do is, yeah, pack and go. It's so, it's so cool.
0: Do you do you then make the bookings for them if the person likes the itinerary, or do they then make their own bookings?
1: They make their own bookings. Okay, so I would then, the yeah. Details. Yes, yeah. Okay. So I don't do the bookings, I give them the details, but I would then um, liaise with the accommodation, um, you know, that they speak, that they are interested in, um mm-hmm in in booking and yeah we'd go about it that way but yeah okay. in terms of the bookings they would do it themselves
0: this is so cool i'm gonna send all these people that send me dm's saying i must suggest things for i'm gonna send them to you they must pay you so you can <laughs> help them with this because i really don't have the time <laughs> yes
1: please that, that is awesome
0: that is so so cool and we get hold of you i saw on your instagram profile you, uh, you do have your email address there and your website and yes and, i mean you're very quick with even dms your dms are open for people to you know just pop you a question if they've got you know something yes. they want to ask so this, this travel planning service i actually like that it's not just limited to mpumalanga but it's it's wherever you yes. want to go hit nail up yes okay yes. so any last yes, thing that's... is there anything about mpumalanga that you want to say that i did not ask you about
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, not at all. But I think I think um, what I would want to say is um, I'm um, because we spoke about the travel planning. So yeah. what I'd want to say now is I also host um group trips. Group trips, so yeah. In de- yes, yeah. So in December I had a group trip to the province, um, to Pumalanga, So I had a group of eight people that came to explore it with me. So um, awesome. and now I've just um, um, put out or yeah, I've put out um. A hike that I'll have in the Drakensberg um in in and I saw it was it was sold out like so quickly yes yes I was so (laughs) surprised yeah yeah it was so good and it's actually a group of um black women so I'm actually very excited about it yeah so I'm excited with you know the the type of um well yeah the 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 group that I'll have and I think it will be a very awesome experience because yeah, I've been wanting to just do something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there'll also be, I mean, yeah, upcoming, I think hopefully, um, in the next few days, I'll announce another, Mpumalanga, um, group trip that I'll host, okay. um, which will be in April. But yeah, there'll be much more group trips and it won't only be, um, you know, within. Pumalanga itself. It yeah. will be um, uh, other destinations. Right. Um, mm. And it's, you know, because I I enjoy adventure travel, it mm. will mainly be, um, there'll be a part of yeah, adventure to it. So, mm. so yeah, it's not only relaxation, it's, you know, getting out there, getting sweaty, doing the actual
0: activities out there i love yeah. it awesome oh, so, <laughs> so thank you so much for that i think yeah and all the information is on your instagram for people who are interested mm-hmm. i mean you always post the stuff there i think look i yes. i i like to do the chica travel group trips once a year and i've kind of been unsure about planning one now because of you know COVID. i'm not sure what's you know, yeah I wait a bit or not so I think when I'm ready and we want to do Mpumalanga so you will be our person to go with us to all these places just don't make me hike but uh, <laughs> what <laughs> you need to hike Lelo uh, yeah, uh, like, yeah, to hike I can too. do but my five six kilometers yes. but when <laughs> I think you are extreme but definitely take okay. us to Lisbon Falls I think we'd love to go to Lisbon Falls yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be great. Okay, so thank you so so much, you know, for making the time. I really appreciate everything that you shared here. I think people are gonna love the information. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Yeah, this was awesome. Um, chatting to you and yeah, thanks so much. You know, just for the opportunity to be on your podcast and yeah, to share. <laughs> um, my love for travel and just yeah speak with you. It's been awesome.
0: Awesome, thank you so much. We'll see you on social media. <laughs> sure. Thanks, sure. Thank
1: you. Bye-bye <laughs>
0: bye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod. Hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye.